Starts up with Star Walker, Sister Sid, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm very blessed, giving thanks, giving thanks. Um, Always. Yes, 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 yes. So today we're going to be speaking about body positivity, right? This is a topic that you came to me with, you know what I mean? Which is, of course, anything that you have to share with the cosmic community, anything that, you know you feel should be said needs to be said i want you to know that you definitely have a channel or avenue right here you know what i mean um so if there's any ideas anything you want to go over in a future tense you def definitely let me know just to say we can make it happen so um body positivity so what got you to this place let's talk about your you know, resume, you don't got to tell, you know, too many details about it. But when it comes to body positivity, how did you become involved with the human body? Well, I've always had some sort of affinity with something going on with my body. And... For me on this journey, I am a certified personal trainer and a trained birth and postpartum doula. Mm. So dealing with bodies that are giving birth, mm. um, postpartum, prenatal bodies, uh, bodies that in regards to the fitness aspect, maybe elderly and they they want to regain more mobility maybe my age and they're just out of shape and never really <clears throat> exercise like that and want to start implementing healthier habits mm. or someone who's middle-aged and has two three children and used to have a banging body and wants to get to a place where they feel like they have a banging body because their body probably won't look like that body they used to have, which is okay. It's beautiful. Right. Because the, the amazing body you think you have now might not have been this, is the same definition as the amazing body you may have had when you were younger mm. or at your that high time in your life when you were just like on it. When it came to your fitness. How does one define what an amazing body is? What is the, the term from a healthy standpoint? From know? a healthy standpoint, my definition, I would say, because everybody's definition is going to vary. As well as it should. You feel good in this body? Right. Always. Well, life happens sometimes, so... Right, right, right. Sometimes we get a cold, so we're not always going to feel good. Right. But for the most part, you feel good in this body. You can move well in this body. You're very flexible in this body. Excuse me. Bless. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, the nourishment that comes into this body fuels you. I already said that. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> and when, And I think one of the most important things when you look at this body naked, you love what you see. 
and not to be on some you're selfish or vain but you're looking in the mirror you're like damn yes honey you got it going on you like to look at your body from every angle you love every angle whether that angle has stretch marks or not whether that angle has cellulite or not it doesn't matter whether or not you're curvier in some places fluffier in some places really strong firm in some places you loving and liking and giving thanks for what you're seeing in that mirror all that always it's not selfish it's self-love exactly it's healing because mm. you gotta get esoteric real quick your higher self and of course the divine above all sees you as unconditional love Sees you as this perfect child creation. Only and your higher thing. self is connected to the divine mm. and has the same likeness and thinking of the divine. So, like, why are we out here thinking otherwise? Mm. Without love, we couldn't experience this. That unconditional love and that loving ourselves inside and out because you can love yourself on the inside but there are people who don't like what they see on the outside which is like that's a disconnect really i feel like so how does ways. one get to that place of you know well everybody's journey is different but i believe it starts with just giving thanks for the little things like mm. can i walk oh yeah right. i can walk Right, these toes are working. And not only that, but I woke up this morning. Mm -hmm. I can breathe. Mm -hmm. I'm laying in a bed. You know, mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with your body, but it's these little things you give thanks for. Right. I can wiggle my toes. I can wiggle my fingers. And sometimes it takes injuries and not being able to do these exactly. things when you Simple really Simple things like, like putting on my pants. I can put on oh, my pants by myself. Right. I can put on this shirt by myself. I can zip this up. I can mm -hmm. button that. I could walk down these stairs. I could walk up that hill. Right. Well, I'm even earlier today. I, I run had, up these stairs sometimes if you're late for something. I had a crazy <laughs> headache earlier today. You know what I mean? It keeps going it in and out and everything like that. And I'm just thinking about people that suffer from migraines all the time. I don't, like, your brain hurts. <laughs> like, your head, like. It's inflamed. That's, that's a wild experience. You know, just even giving things that you're just not at ease right now you know when we're going through times where people are going through so much suffering when it comes to their you know health etc um indeed yes so body positivity starts with positivity itself starts with being grateful and giving thanks right i believe and to be clear because i know there will be people listening Mm. They're gonna be like, that's not body positivity. Dun, dun. Okay. Sorry. Now they sound it off. Now it's cool. Let, you, let it off. Let it like, off. head ass. Head ass? Get out of here with that. Like, I'm sorry. You said head ass? Yes. Like, like foot, thought, brain, and yes. blue cheeks. Okay, I was just making sure. <laughs> head ass. <laughs> So I like that instead of that. Like ass. body positivity really <laughs> simply comes down to accepting every body for what 
they, he, she is. From head to ass and lower, right? <laughs> no, I was using head ass as a... Nah, but we got body, body, body. You got head, you got ass. As an insult. You enjoy your head. I, I mean... Insult anybody, but... <laughs> no, nah, As but, a criticism. No, nah, but we, we turn it into a positive. From head to you ass. Did. Yes, Love yes, yourself. Yes, you Boom. Yeah, I couldn't Give have done it without you. <laughs> Give me thanks. <laughs> oh, man. Body positivity. So, um, giving thanks to yourself. Right. I, you say your belief. Let's talk as factuals. You know, I think I think it, it, it's very, very. Mm. I, I'm I'm claiming it. You could you could. I'm not against it. that. I support that. You can't stop. You got to stop this. I'm going to say. Yeah. When you say belief, you mean like self-belief, what an individual believes. No, what you were saying your belief on positivity. Oh, and, and okay. I was like, no, I'm claiming that as facts. Like, okay, that's what I'm, I'm saying. sorry, I was going straight to because when you said belief, I just automatically thought religion, and I'm like, nah, that I mean, could be. Uh, mm, well, even that well, has brought issues for some people in regards to body positivity. I know. Well, well, I was I was going to you know get into. A religion is supposed to be a positive experience because that's what its original construct was supposed to be in my opinion of course people are you know imperfect so anything created by man is going to be imperfect in its in itself you know but even through that finding you know finding perfection through the imperfections is the journey of life, you know, giving thanks and being thankful for the little things where God is still present in your life. Hopefully your religion is teaching you and showing you that way, or you're finding a belief system that can get you to that. I pray for it, you know, um, but man, not, you know, I'm not going to say men, but like man itself is what created it. So the imperfections of man are going to be seen in it, you know. Um, but uh, I, I want to continue the conversation of body positivity. And you could even speak to it when it comes to religion, because there are people that have taken advantage of what that power that exists in religion and telling people how to live themselves so not only body positivity but even sexuality right or yes. who you are as an individual who you are just as a living being on this planet for someone to say you're a woman so you're this and you're that you're that this is what you should and should not do what there is no life here without you excuse me thanks for your acknowledgement <laughs> excuse me what how should we handle life because I don't know what that's like to have exactly. the responsibility, even women that don't have children, to be born to be able to do that, you know, round of applause to you, you know, like that's that's wild, you know, and some women having 10 children, 8 children, 5 children, 6 children, women that are just factory systems of life that are keeping life and that's spirits you... into this. Okay. That's factual. That's I mean, we talk about body positivity, like <laughs> yeah, the, we are. I'm saying the body of a woman. Do you realize what you said though? What? What's that? The factories. <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, like you just 
if you keeping it moving, you keeping it moving. One in, one out. You know what I mean? Like some women just move. Like I come from, yeah. Again, I have a big family, so Indeed. many aunts, uncles, and cousins. You know what I'm saying? So giving thanks to the women that can do that because I couldn't be there. I couldn't be here currently without you know that energy, that that that, that power, that fertility. Right. Come on now. You know. Um. So again. Ladies, I mean, you know, there might be women out there that aren't able to, you know, present life onto this planet. But even with that... Menstruating people. What do you mean? People who have a a menstrual cycle. Right. That cannot conceive. So instead of just saying women, you could say menstruating people. Because every person who menstruates does not identify as a woman. Oh, that's another conversation for another time. I get where you're coming from. Well, I, but that's part of body positivity, right? And hopefully, you feel comfortable whatever what you're given. That's my personal position. Like you may identify whoever you identify with, still as as long as you love yourself in exactly. that process. And sometimes Which when it true. when it comes to that conversation, it's like if you identify with something else, is that what's going to get you to love yourself, or is there something else? What's going on and what's happening mm. for that conclusion? You know what I mean? Because mm. when Didn't we talk, think of it that way. I, you know, when it comes to gender, it's your role. In when it comes to generations, who do you? How do you? What role do you play in generating the next generation? Are you providing the seed or do you have the egg? Gender. Now, how you identify with yourself when it comes to any orientation—that's up to you. It is what it is. But hopefully, you are still thankful the fact that you're here (laughs) that's a miracle in itself because you were one seed out of how many seeds that made it to that egg and like hey here we go you know so hopefully when it comes to body positivity whatever body you're given and being able to make the most out of whatever you want to do dress how you want to dress enjoy who you want to enjoy right next to is your body hopefully you know saying you like the body that's next to you and y'all doing bodily things next to each other you know what i'm saying but and it's a peaceful experience and you're enjoying yourself to the most high <laughs> on the real real you oh, know nice. um so that's when it comes to that conversation because i pray it's not coming from a place of pain and it's actually coming from a place of i love myself so much i am claiming this you know, that's where gotcha. I pray I is happening it. and hopefully we can, you know, get to that. So um, you could keep um, expressing, you know, expanding more when it comes to body positivity. So an individual that wants this for themselves, right? First identifying like, all right, what is the amazing body to me? You were mentioning being able to maximize nourishment, the fuel that you have, right? Yes. So there's there's that's gonna affect how you feel, about right? Good. Not necessarily just only your body, but literally mentally. The food we eat affects us mentally. Mm. So if you're putting in things that have all these chemicals that you don't even know what mm. their processes are, mm. it's affecting your hormones. Once your hormones get affected, mm. everything's gonna be thrown out of whack. Mm. So that means that can create issues with your body Mm. literal physical issues um physiological things you cannot see but things you feel so it's levels so many levels but we complicate things we overcomplicate things quickly and deeply to the point like we begin to drown ourselves and it's just like that was just not even necessary like 
I just ran straight into the ocean mm. full of sharks. It was not even necessary. Why did I do that? Mm. I saw them there and I knew what was going to happen. Mm. Oh, okay. But like, we can take baby steps by eating healthier, eating cleaner. So most people eat fat diet, standard American diet. Mm. I don't like that word diet. Right. It literally has the word die in it. Right, right. Well, a lot of people would have... And the eaten. acronym is SAD. Right. Well, people eating a lot of dead things, so it does kind of, for that... And we don't even realize, but Let energetically... Me Let me not do that to people. Like, everybody There have been so many spells cast upon us. Right, and you... Through words, and we don't realize it. Right. Except right, for those right. that, when we do begin to wake up and right. see, it's like, dang, like... Yeah, I mean... They really out here. Standard American diet. Just the word diet. And what has that... You're literally speaking up death. And what has that diet done, especially our people, our culture, right? Exactly. Black folks, we are... Hey. Hurting Mm. and have been hurting Mm -hmm. for decades. Mm -hmm. But mm-hmm. we can begin healing. Let's go. Let's keep going. Centuries. Let's Centuries. Do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Word. Let's do it. Let's call it what it is. But we can start simply by literally the most basic, easiest thing that most people can do starting right now. Well, hopefully nobody's eating right now. I mean, well, some people are probably getting off like night shift, so maybe they are eating. <laughs> people but... don't know what time we're recording, so <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I mean, now that we said it, right now we at uh, one o'clock in the morning, you know, (laughs) giving thanks. Night elves, (laughs) giving thanks. Yeah, Um, going to it. But you can eliminate processed drinks. So juices, pops, alcohol even. What else? I don't know what else there is. Well, what I'm understanding right now, as we talk about body positivity, yes. we first started with giving thanks, right? Which is, and we got actually got into a little bit of spiritual work. So that's spirit or soul, the type of energy that is needed to now get yourself to the place that you want to be. First of all, love yourself. And you just want to love yourself to the most that you want to take care of yourself and you want to be the best version of yourself. That's a spiritual experience right there. Unconditional love, right? And then you were speaking about how the things that you're putting into your body. Nourishment. It's going to directly affect you. You will feel a difference within days. Some people talk about the next day from eating one day of eating clean. Like, I slept good last night Mm -hmm. and I woke up and I had energy. I was not tired. I wasn't groggy. And it's amazing i mean my personal experience was not like that it's very slow (laughs) but also i have pre-existing health conditions so that played a huge role Mm. it still does but for some people it is instant and we live in such a world of instant gratification which i don't support but i'm not against when nature instantly gratifies us organically naturally right without us trying like in regards to the nourishment well, nature tries to do that. Well, nature was born to do that. Like, if we all decided to, you know, take it upon ourselves and grow gardens, there's abundance. Like, there's ground. Oh, yes. Most so definitely. The ground, there's more ground than us. 
So <laughs> there's sure. enough for us to plant in the ground and it only takes so much for an individual or person to survive throughout the years with with what's available in the ground. So when we talk about, you know, positivity, right? We starting backstage one, positivity, soul, spirit. And now you're talking about the type of food that you're putting into your body is going to affect the mind. We didn't even get into workouts. We didn't get into push-ups. But you were mentioning Because it is even... Go ahead. That's like the last leg, honestly. Energy first. And that's Energy even what first. I learned in school. Right. Shout out for to my Mr. certification was... Mr. Mark Roman The himself. fitness is the last piece of it, actually. Mm-hmm. And like they people... I'm sure everybody's heard this. Abs are made in the kitchen. It's true. It yeah. is so true. You are what you eat, literally. Yeah. That, that. You are what you eat and the way you feel. You are what you eat and the way you see yourself. Because what you're feeling affects how you see yourself. Right. I know. Because I promise you, if you wake up tomorrow, you're super excited, right. feeling joy, feeling love. You look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, you look good, girl. And you put on them jeans or your favorite skirt, you're like, damn, yes. But then you go to sleep that night, right? But for some reason, you wake up like you're in a terrible mood. Or you're just like in a low mood. You look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, ugh. You're like, I don't do anything. Mm. I'm just going to stay home. I know for it's... myself, it was... Food was the the biggest like game changer. Working out, sports, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whole life in some way, shape, or form. There was probably like a year or two... That I was out of sports, I didn't work out, and I gained a lot, a lot of weight. And that wasn't really cool. That was like, what, I think like middle school, high school, going into that like time period where you're... You do know, though, you were going through puberty during that time. But I was Men always active. Men stopped going through puberty, active puberty, I think age 22, 23? But I was always active my whole life. Might even like, be 25. Probably since like second grade, I was always doing some type of sport. Mm-hmm. And so that one, like one or two years in my life that I didn't, and then I was still consuming, I found Twinkies. I discovered Twinkies oh. at that time. And then that was, that was wild. I was never a fan of Twinkies. I thought they were incredible. You know what I mean? I mean. Now them oatmeal cream pies. Oatmeal cream pies them <laughs> too, right? I was, I was busy with See, we over here talking about body positivity. We about to send people into the wrong places and spaces. But look, you can still eat sweet treats, but there are healthier forms. You don't have to <laughs> right, go that's eat true. that. That's true. That's true. That is very true. Nasty? Yeah. Moon pie? Yeah. People be talking about how good them things are. Never. I ain't gonna... Where? Listen, I had my moments where I was enjoying... Well, you eat granola? You can make yourself homemade Rice Krispie Treats, healthy. The homemade Rice Krispie Treats and are vegan. off the chain. Yeah, you can find My vegan sister, options. she went off. And I do have to, yes, yes, the sisters went off on both. because you didn't They have, did right. Cause you yeah. didn't have the non-vegan one. So I had you, the non-vegan You were able one. to eat those. Yo, 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 to the bone. I tell you that right now. Oh, it was so good. Daggone. Um, I mean, I'm saying daggone because my lifestyle has now changed yeah. since the uh, beginning, of the first of the month of now deciding to finally go vegan. Something I knew I was going to do my entire life. I knew at some point in time I would do it because it was the right thing to do. It was a matter of when. And then that's when I became a vegetarian in 2016, January 1st, 2016, actually. 
That's when I became vegan, uh, vegan. January 1st, 2017, that's when I became baptized. So I went to get baptized. Um, 2018, I was doing some things I wasn't supposed to be doing, but we're going to continue on. So, um, <laughs> going forward in the conversation anyway, now going vegan, something I always wanted to do, I know I should do. I was, um, so I'm going up, I'm taking that journey or taking that moment and taking that step now because through numerology, I'm seeing how Saturn affects diet, excuse me. That's okay. You caught yourself. I did. I did. I was waiting to see if you were going to catch yourself. You caught yourself. I did catch myself. Nothing wrong with that. So nourishment. The nourishment needed for Saturn, for my spirit. Um, Because it wasn't until I changed my nourishment intake Mm -hmm. or my my supplements. I want to say supplements because they're usually thinking like B12 and all that. Mm. You know what I mean? So... um, I do need some B12 though. I, I have been, been taking my supplements supplements like I should. And I have to mm-hmm. get into that as I'm now switching up. But even that, now that I'm eating healthier, making healthier decisions or putting healthier. But this is the thing. You're right. You're right, guys. Part of body positivity mm-hmm. that we all, mm-hmm. not just me, but you listening to this, we mm-hmm. all can strive for and aim for and mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. is. That our diet, even if you eat meat, even if that's, excuse me, nourishment, I just caught myself. See? Mm-hmm. We trying out here. We trying. <laughs> um, even if you eat meat, that may actually help your body work more efficient. Me, for me, however, mm-hmm. I cannot. Right. It's very it important caused, to know that. It caused disease in my body. I'm glad you said it because I was going to say, boy. Everybody is different. Exactly. I know for me, looking at my planets, my charts, my energy, studying that, I know this is the right decision I should make. I don't want to make this decision because I want crab cake burgers. You know what I'm saying? That's what I personally want. But it wasn't until I started changing that I was even able to access astrology and understand it so much more. Yeah. As I have gotten healthier, it's like always becoming clear to me. It wasn't until I became, I started fasting that I, again, it took me to a whole nother level as a creator and as a writer. That's when I was fasting. God came to me and was like, you're a writer now. You did what you were supposed to do. For sure. That was real. Mm. That was a moment right there. That was, I did a, what was it? It was a 12 day fast that I did. Yeah, it was a 12 day fast that I did. And that was on the, I want to say the sixth day. It could have been the third day or the sixth day. I mm-hmm. want to say it was the sixth day of my fast. It was like, you're a writer now. And then what happened eventually, not eating food, it gave me more energy than actually eating food. Like, it was tough. There would be few out of the days I may eat for an hour or something like that. Maybe I have like some fruit or something like that. It was tough to digest that. It takes energy to process food. Yes. Yes, and I never, so I never thought of that before. I thought like food gives you energy, type of thing. Well, not to say that it doesn't, but no, right, no. Yeah. I'm just, just like whoa. Just and the body it. does need a certain level and quality and amount of food for all of its systems to work efficiently, right? Fully. Yeah, because fasting got my poop right. 
I was pooping perfect. Like my poop was on point. Give it thanks. Right. I okay. We could get into that, but it fixed all of that, and that's why, as I'm going through this vegan transition, I'm also fasting as well to reset my body and prepare it for the new, the new system that's about to take place. So getting the you know the bad stuff out, and I don't even. I've been more vegan than anything else throughout this year, but to get that old thoughts, just to reset the system, just going through the fast, For sure. just knock it out, just getting old, decaying ways and thoughts to, I'm going vegan because I want change. Oh, everything is changing. My thoughts are changing, everything like that. My patterns are changing. My workouts are changing, everything. Going, being disciplined and all of that as I get into this, this new step and this new journey. That's what helps me personally. It took me some time. It took me like, this is like my, I didn't start fasting until last year. So I've been experimenting for quite some time because yeah. even in the spiritual books, it was like everybody fasting. Why everybody fast? What is this? What is this to this fasting thing? You know, and it's different for everybody. Right. And I think, you know, we should work through it and work, you know, towards practicing it in some way, shape, or form, you know, speaking to your doctors, of course, speaking to your, you know, health professionals and asking them what is it like to go through this process or what you what should you do when you do it. When I do fast, I do water fast. I haven't done dry fast. I've done dry fasting, but I prefer water fast. Water, tea, just to get me through everything. But dry fast is the quicker results. I could tell that I could say that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> A couple hours of dry fast or a day of dry fast is like maybe three days of water fast to me from what I experienced. Um, but again, to know your body, reset your body Indeed. and um, experience the, 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 the benefits of it. Um, I love how this is connected so much to we again, we didn't even get into the body. We just <laughs> we're talking about spiritual energy, mind, thoughts, vibrations that's going to affect how you feel about yourself, what you think about yourself, eventually your body is going to respond to it, right? Yes. Um, so when it comes to the body, are there, you know, necessary steps a, an individual should take each day when it comes to having that healthy body or that amazing body that you, that you spoke of? Yes. Doing something you love but with your body physically. So example, obviously, would be a workout. And that is a spectrum as well. Because mm. there's so many different things you can do as far as workouts go and different modalities within the workouts. And so that's one. Um, dancing. Oh, that's just, that really should be number one. Because dancing is so ancient. Mm. and you get in your body like you're I mean this probably sounds weird but like you feel your body in mm. rhythm a lot of us are like on autopilot we just go through our day like, like your body uh, tells you what to do almost. exactly right well like you, you dance so you start mm. dancing mm. you're gonna be in yourself but outside of yourself you're gonna be right. so connected with yourself and the energy around you, like, you're just gonna be tapping in. Amen. And not only that, 
any stagnant energy that may have been causing the negative feelings for you is going to disperse. You're going to release that energy. So when you release that energy, you essentially allow for higher vibrations and energy to come through you and to you. Mm. So that's going to affect you positively. Even if you're dancing because you're angry or you're dancing because you're sad. Let it out. The end result will be you feeling lighter. Well, maybe not happier, but lighter. A higher vibration from any low vibration you may have been feeling previous to dancing. You can go walking. That's the easiest one. I love we walk some every day. I love some walking. Most of us walk more, more than, I want to say, I think it was like five or six miles a day. The average person walks more than that a day. So we can easily get that done. Even being, even when you're just at home in the house, if you start um, laps. doing a step counter or whatever they're right. called and counting your steps, you'll see like, whoa, I literally walked five miles and I've only been in the house. Mm. Ah, interesting. Mm. It's just a movement, like moving your body. And you can move your body another way is through music. Mm. When I say music, I mean like playing an instrument because mm -hmm. that's channeling energy. So for musicians, that is powerful. And some of them are very energetic when they're playing their instrument. Mm -hmm. So they're not just sitting there. Sometimes you do have to sit there and play an instrument. Mm -hmm. Some people are moving around, dancing. That energy is flowing through them. That's going to lift up their vibration. And every time you lift your vibration, it just, I want to say infects you because that does not always have positive connotations. Right. But it, it takes just over. The force has a lot of power. flows through you and it envelopes you and it just gives you the urge and the want and the drive to do more. Like, I want to move more now. I want to do this now. And it just starts to naturally, organically happen. It's but it's about, always that first step, whatever that may look like, that can be, or it seems like it's the hardest, but it's not. It's a spiritual experience, or it's an out-of-body experience. So moving your body to have an out-of-body experience. Because it's beyond your body that you're responding to. You're talking about music, certain rhythm, going with it. Of course, when your body's moving, your breathing's going to change. Yes. Right. Um, and that's I, another way that I am learning, too, that can just doing breathing techniques alone for some people. They have not only improved their cardiovascular system, but, like, physically, it changes you. Like, I mean, in a healthy way, of course, but, like, in ways you probably did not think, you might not think or expect, because breathing, that's energy. That's a lot of work. When you're doing deep breathing, daily, daily sessions, just like, think about, that's a workout. Sitting, breathing, you might be sitting in a yoga pose or just like 
you're thinking this this is gonna be calm this is gonna be chill you go through an at least 30 minutes of a breathing deep breathing session you don't come out of that but mug sweating sweating bullets sweating you gonna be bullets. like all i did was sit here and i breathe but you don't realize like we don't always realize how much energy it takes to breathe but our body knows how to naturally organically breathe and keep us alive and that's amazing and that's another thing you can give thanks for it's like my mind doesn't have to tell my heart to beat so that I breathe and blood pumps through me. Right. It just happens. That it that right there, to get esoteric again, is divine. Yeah, like divine. that is magic as fuck. Right. Like you you can't think. You can't even stop you it. Can't if you can't not, not think that there is a so many things greater than us. Right. Out here, protecting, watching over us, guiding us, healing us, helping us. Bless up. Like, the human body is so amazing Incredible. and so intricate and so complicated. We don't eat, we haven't even mapped more than 10% of the human brain. We're not even close. We're like at 7% of knowledge of what we know the human brain can do. That's crazy. Yeah, that's some, that's um, what's that movie, Lucy? Yes. Right, when he was talking about tapping into other elements of the brain and then that's just limitless possibilities, you know what I mean? And when you talk about spirit, you know, is spirit so far fetched, you know what I mean? When it comes to that, it's about different di dimension and vibrations we could probably access and see. Indeed. We, I mean, I'm, I'm curious if we could see different color. If we tapped into those elements of the brain, are we going to be able to see more colors? You know what I mean? Like, they're gonna be more great. colors to be available. Like, That's dope. <laughs> I'm just curious what's pot like. Oh, yeah. If we're able to do what we do now with the brain, <laughs> it's just like, hey, wait. You know what? I'm gonna use this piece of metal that's connected to metal in space to call somebody else with another piece of metal. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's at what percentage? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. right. So we tap it into everything else. We like. Last airbender up in here, you know what I'm saying? Moving yes. oceans and let me just fly to DC real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's some real mutant X-Men type of type of stuff right there. Magneto. Um so yeah, I mean, well, I have a question. We talk about exercising, getting back yes. to the actual physical body, right? Yes. So when it comes to walking, right? When you yes. say walking and sitting, there's a posture. Right. What's the correct posture that you should be, you know, trying to keep consistent when it goes through like walking? Because now, now you're not just walking, but how do you hold your body? Right. Because that could be exercising itself. the way you see yourself, too. Word. You're, like that, again, going back to that instant gratification. Mm, thanks. Literally correcting your posture will make a difference. You can mm. look at yourself in the mirror while you do it. Mm. And then... Watch yourself naked, correcting your posture. Fucking naked. And then put on clothes right. with the correct posture and move about the world for okay. the day. And you're going to see like, oh, like, wait, I do look good. Mm. I do have a long neck. Look at these shoulders. Mm. Look at my back. Like, yes. Embrace your reflection without rejection. Exactly. Ooh. But correct posture would be... Well, one, 
with everything we do, we should be holding in our core. Our core is where the center of our energetic body Mm -hmm. and even our physical body emanates from. Like... You're, without your core, without your you core, you're no kind more. of uh, nothing, not like that. a mm, like a, a noodle. Mm. It's hard for you. Mm. Inflatable flailing man mm. without being inflatable. Right. Um. So holding in your core. So what? And then it's like, what does that mean? So you're contracting your abs. And also, please remember to breathe when you contract your abs. Because I've noticed when people pull in their core, they stop breathing. It's like, why are you doing that? Don't do do that. I kind of do. That doesn't help you. Difficult, Like, breathing becomes difficult when I do do that. So when you do breathe then, right? So you're holding your core. Because you're doing something new that your body's not used to. And now you're like, oh, wait, what is this? Wait, hold up. What's oxygen? Hold up. What's... Right. But the thing is, your body is intelligent and magnificent. And so when you start doing certain behaviors over time, muscle memory, it's a mm. real thing. It starts to naturally happen. Mm. And your body, and then if went like with walking, you start a walking routine and you're pulling in your core, pulling your shoulders down and back, but not like forcing them like, like as if someone is behind you and pushing all their weight down your shoulders you don't want to do that because if you push too hard you're gonna feel the strain in your back and then if you're walking doing that your back is going to start banging and aching so you don't want to ease your shoulders so it's literally like taking a breath like a natural breath deep breath and then you release it the way your shoulders release on that release that's how you should be holding your shoulders now. Oh, man. Peace. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing this right now. Right? <laughs> Everybody, deeper. And so, relaxing. And so, in a way that, something that can help you is continue to work on your deep breaths. That's another way. That's going to actually work your abs. Just letting you guys know that after... Doing some deep breaths for a good uh, 20 minutes or so, mm-hmm. you're gonna feel it in your core. Yeah. So, even a way to achieve a great body, an amazing body, is just by breathing differently or being more aware of your breathing and your posture. Yes. Just a step to get to a positive body is just put your body in positive positions. And that's already doing the work. Exactly. You start doing that just from... And then, it's like... What is that analogy? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say terrible analogy. Because well, <laughs> I, I mean, can't think of the one that I really want to say. Think about, you need some time to think about it first? Hella or? clever. <laughs> um, it's like they say... It's like a ripple. Mm, a ripple effect, got you. So that one drop in mm-hmm. a lake or an ocean and it just mm-hmm. ripples out. Mm-hmm. And just because you can't see it rippling anymore, mm-hmm. the water underneath is still feels that movement. Mm. Well, it's like planting a seed into the universe, right? Even thoughts. You plant it into the and it vibrating. And so these positive thoughts, right. seeds, ripples. Right. 
uh, that are naturally occurring that you're creating for yourself mm -hmm. are naturally going to help you in mm -hmm. a way bring in and want to do more mm -hmm. towards seeing your body as amazing and loving your body and feeling good in your body. Mm. So However that may look for you. So those ripples end up becoming tsunami love, embrace this love, boom, unconditional, yes, yes swimming in it. Yes, because it's like when you give to others, Right. it's, it's like paying it forward. Yeah. You do something really good and mm. wonderful to some, for or to someone else, Nothing better. That they didn't even ask for, that they didn't yeah, even expect. The happiness. It will change. It could change someone's life. That joy. But yeah. the point is that they're going to feel that, like, deeply. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, dang, I'm going to go out and do it, too. Dang, I'm going to do it to you, man. Yeah, come get this love, dog. I'm going to give you $100. Uh -huh. I'm going to pay for you to get a free mm -hmm. meal. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to buy you some groceries. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fill up your car because I want to. Right, right, right. And I'm gonna wash your car. Just because yeah. it just feels right. I wanna do that for you. I don't and the person's like, I don't know you. That's okay. That's okay. It's just that effect, that ripple. So then the ripple effects. Positive mindset, positive thoughts, building together, coming together, creating. So you can get into a certain groove, um, so you can get into a certain mindset and have effect on you. Um, even thoughts, ideas, whatever you want to do. When you focus on something, you put at least an hour of um, focused energy into one thing. It can grow and kind of create a new habit for you, right? It's yes. not the way the mind works as well. So even when it comes to the breathing and walking, Setting time to do these things and time changes will happen. When you put in loving energy into that, what could happen? You know what I mean? We put exactly. love into anything, what could happen? Love is how we got here in the first place. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Instead of coming from a place of guilt or shame or anger or disgust or sadness, which I would say half of the people who go into a nourishment journey and a weight loss journey that's what it looks like for them and that's what that was their why like mm. you want your why to be to come from a place of joy a place of happiness like hey my why i want to feel healthier i want to have energy i want to love what i see like the list could go on and on and it doesn't have to be that long. It could be just one why, your why. But you want it to be positive. Because even when things, sometimes things get challenging. Challenges happen. But if you go back to your why, it always helps you to remember, like, hey, this is why I'm on this journey. Whatever that journey may be. Right. But also to love your body and give thanks for it that it can even be on this journey. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're on this journey because of illness. Mm -hmm. But at least you can start to take the first steps on this journey. Some people may be too far gone where there's nothing they, they can do, unfortunately. 
or it's so difficult for them to do certain things that they may not have the means to try, the accessibility, the finances, or even just the emotional energy to try to do better. But like to know and be like, have this plan and I'm gonna put some action to it. Like that right there should like fuel a little fire of thanks, of humility, of positivity in you because like, hey, I could start walking 15 minutes a day. Hey, I could start walking 30 minutes a day. Hey, I have been walking 30 minutes a day. I've been walking 30 minutes today for three weeks now. Whoa! Like, just, just taking account of your, and also taking account of your um, improvements and your growth will considerably boost your feelings of body positivity towards yourself. Because it's not only just physical, it's also mental. Which is why I was so heavy on the mental side, because... The mental affects everything. Mm. It can literally turn your day around. But on the physical side, also finding a workout routine and system that works best for you, be that Pilates or yoga, um, plyometrics, resistance training, aerobics, Swimming. Mm, shout out to swimming. Skating. There's a huge wave I've noticed of black folks starting to do inline skating. <laughs> I won't be one of them because I cannot <laughs> skate for my life. But Listen, like, you're talking about shattered ankles and bones falling. I'll tell you but that right now. It's just, given the fact, I mean, given what's going on in our society and the world with the pandemic, it does suck, but. I should say, it's terrible what's happening, but it's also given a lot of people a lot more time and space to do these things, to nurture and feed the self. So you have no choice to work on yourself. Reflect on it. Right no, now. people have choices, and people are, are choosing to not do that, and people are choosing and to And in that not choosing, escape. you're still making a choice. Right. So, I think that's um incredible part about the journey of positivity is understanding, understanding, overstanding that it's not always gonna be positive. No, yeah, of so course. So it's gonna there's we're there's gonna have gonna our moments when you're lows, right? When but you're trying you to go get back to, to your why, like why am I doing this? Right. Whatever this is, mm-hmm. and you get back to that positive high vibrational why the original ripple exactly that seed that you planted and you just remember that and you focus on those feelings and then it just like it refuels you and it, it can re-energize you and motivate you and there's nothing not none of us can do i mean we can do anything we set our minds to given it's in we have accessibility and mobility to do those things but even when we have some challenges with mobility there are other things we can 
do. Certainly. And that might look different across the board for different people. And that's okay. But as long as you can do things, especially in regards to mobility, to movement of the body, that make you feel good, that's really the goal at the end of the day. While a lot of us work out to get healthier or lose weight, you want to do a workout that not only gets you healthy and helps you to whatever your fitness goals look like, but help you check off those fitness goals. You want to do something that can help you maintain and is sustainable and it brings you happiness day in, day out. Mm -hmm. So like, I used to be Zumba head so hard <laughs> that I knew at the end of the day, I'm going to do Zumba. So no matter how trash my day went, I know as soon as I do that Zumba, I'm going to be in another place. I go into Zumba like, some days I was just like, I don't want to fucking do this. But I don't know if you've ever done Zumba before. It is, it is fun. It's addicting. It's like, and then when you get a, you're in your favorite Zumba um, program too. Right. You're like, I don't want it to end. And then you already know the end is coming. And you're on that last song. You're like, I'm ready for some more. And then you're like, okay, I was doing that for an hour. Maybe I need to chill. Um, but it's like things like that that just like motivate you, amp you up to do more when you really don't have to do more. Mm. Less is sometimes better. And in this case, it can be. Depending on your needs and where you're at in, in your level or in your health and energetically. But like once you like find a program that gets you going like that and literally can turn your day around from doing it, from moving your body. Cause you have moved all that stagnant energy out. And that, I think that's one reason why I love Zumba. It incorporates dance. It incorporates aspects of Latin dance mm -hmm. and African dance. Right. And I love it. And I'm connecting now and realizing now that it amped me up so much because I was moving energy. I was able to release energy that was, it may have been stagnant or had dropped into me that day from an interaction, what have you. But I was releasing. And then I was also benefiting my own body by doing those movements and making my body stronger and building up my cardio, my endurance, my stamina, like. I think uh, running was my like go-to. I didn't realize it. I like, I didn't like running when I was in track, but mm -hmm. it wasn't until I ran for me, not for competition exactly. reasons, when yeah. I really, really enjoyed it and going through that process of, you know, getting up, running at least a mile a day you know what I mean? I miss those because I wish I had, you know, a track and access to it. I wish these gyms and stuff like that would open up, but you got to go through our process. But um, doing that, swimming, again. Swimming is a great one. Uh, that water? Yeah. Yes. It humbles you where you can't just do whatever you want exercise-wise and breathe. But energetically breathe. speaking, mm -hmm. like, water is such... 
A healer. Yes, a healer. Extremely therapeutic. <laughs> I have to say it's extremely therapeutic. I mean, the That's fact why that most mobile rehabilitation where you go to first. tends to happen in water. Right. For physical therapy. It's the healer. It is the healer. It'll 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 get you through whatever you need. Um, can't wait to uh, get back to it myself. Um, so then, it was great that you know speaking today about again the energy that you're putting into changing your body first. What are you putting into your body that's going to affect your mind, right? And your thoughts and ideas to add on to that to now even breathing differently, different posture, you have a different approach, staying consistent with that. So I think sometimes it won't be so positive, but staying positive, you know, in the process. Indeed. Um, and in that regard, positivity looks different for everyone. And even when you're going through a low, when Or as I should say, when I say stay positive when going through a low, I don't mean deny, like toxic positivity, deny the fact that you're having a challenge, but accept the challenge. Like, okay, like I can't work out today because I hurt my leg or I rolled my ankle. This doesn't mean you're going to fall back on whatever progress you're making. Mm -hmm. This is a new challenge, because it is a challenge, it's a literal physical challenge, you hurt yourself, ouch. Um, but now, you can concentrate on different aspects of working out. Because maybe you were doing resistance training, maybe even some weightlifting, but now you can't stand on that ankle. Maybe now you can tap into some floor yoga, where you're just sitting, doing different movements and cross leg pose, going back to working on your breathing, working on your planks. That has nothing to do with your ankle. You can rest on your knee for planks. That's all upper body and core. Just holding yourself. Holding yourself. And yeah, focusing so. more on your upper body mm. now instead of your lower body. Mm. And strengthening your upper body and your core. And now when you come back to your workout, you find like, hey, my flexibility is like really tight. Mm. I can go deeper into this movement than I was before. And it's more efficient. I'm getting more out of it. So, wow. One door closes because you rolled your ankle. Another door opened and made you focus on another aspect of your journey that you weren't focusing on. That you may never have focused on if this hadn't happened. So, it's like... Hey, you know what? Give thanks. You gotta give thanks. Even when, like when we think something bad is something bad, like a child falls down in the street or like you rolled your ankle. Oh shit, you rolled your ankle. Another door is opening. But you have to be open and receptive to what's coming in for you and to you. That's meant for you the good things that are meant for you to help you along this journey of loving yourself and accepting your body and loving the body that you're in. So it's a process and that also takes us back to being aware and in the moment. Mm. 
which is a whole nother episode. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something, um, something you said, toxic positivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what is toxic positivity? Oh, that was an interesting That was a whole nother point. episode, too. We could, yeah. Well, the if toxic you could, positivity? So, yeah, because that was an interesting. Oh, man. So, I'm sure you have come across, especially in the black community, because it's abundant within us, but... I won't just put it, dump it on us, on black folks, because also white folks. Um, but anybody, really, anybody in the conscious community, anyone who's awake with knowledge of self, of higher beings and entities, and of people who are about higher vibrations. Nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. We should all be about that. Problem is, when you deny someone or your even your own shadow we all have a shadow self and to deny your shadow self is to deny a part of you why would you ever want to do that if someone says oh they're sad or they're angry about a situation that happened and they want to talk to you about it and they start talking and <clears throat> you're feeling a type of way and you're starting to think they're being negative they're doing this they're doing that and then you want to throw at them like i'm sorry that that happened but let's not dwell on the bad things it's a new moment that happened you can't do anything about it you gotta let it go you gotta let it go be happy give thanks look at what you got look at this look at that you have so much, so many blessings. You're blessed, you're blessed, you're protected. There's no reason to be sad. There's no reason to be angry. You're beautiful. You have an amazing career. You're a great parent. You got it all. You got it all. Like, shit like that. Mm. I'm sure you've witnessed it. You may have experienced it. Mm. Someone denying your an experience you had, mm. you're just, you didn't even ask them for advice. You're just like, hey, can I talk to you about something? That's a, whole, that's a conversation too, like. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm being honest, I've probably done it without even realizing it because I was. Oh, yeah. A lot of us are well. programmed to, and we don't even realize because it's just part of our society, yeah. especially in Western culture. Mm -hmm. And to some degree, even as just humans, which is not good, but we're all learning. We're all learning, evolving, growing. But instead of denying someone's experience or something that happened to them, could be something new that happened or something old and something triggered them and now they're sort of reliving this this experience again don't deny them and tell them oh well that happened years ago you need to let it go no that's you're being toxic this person's not toxic at all they're literally dealing with possibly ptsd to a degree because they're triggered they're reliving something traumatic that happened to them. Just because something bad happened to you does not make you a negative bad person. Right. It but happened, but without letting, accepting it. letting the person go through the motions, whatever right. that looks like for them, right. to work through that right. at that time when it comes up for them, like allowing them to be with their shadow self, like, hey, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to tell me right now? What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? Why did this thing make me feel this way? 
and just keep asking the questions until you get to the root. And in some cases, that may actually help you to actually heal the core of that issue. But yes. instead of trying to throw a band-aid on it, positivity, you're like, no, just be positive. It happened so long ago. You got to let it go. You got to release that. It doesn't even matter anymore. That person doesn't even exist. Person not thinking about you. They even apologize. Doesn't matter if someone apologized. We can all apologize. But if something triggers you, it triggers you. But you, you, you're not a bad person because you had a bad experience. Exactly. What is bad for you? Some people who are high vibrational will be like, "Oh, that's negative. That's dark." Right. Then it's bad for you to not accept it. Exactly. And that's, and that's toxic positivity right. is to deny someone's trauma or, or your own. Or exactly your own. Right. Like you really. They're not out here in the world trying to relive this experience and do what to others. They're trying to release it. They just want to talk to someone. Because most of the time, what happens with us, like in therapy, when we talk things out, that gives us a, a perspective we didn't even see before. When you talk it out, when you put it out in the open, instead of it swimming around, re-experiencing it, reliving it in your mind. Like, because sometimes the way you think something happened may not have happened that way until you talk it out and you're like, wait a minute. So XYZ didn't happen the way I thought. And it's just like, can be very, no. Talking is healing. Can be healing for some, for sure. But yeah, that toxic positivity, like always positive, like don't be sad, don't be angry. Those are low vibrations. Don't do that, don't bring that around me. Oh, you're depressed? Well, that sucks. Something must be wrong with you. Maybe there's a demon possessing you. But yeah, don't come around me. Don't want that. Sorry. But yeah. High vibrations only. Mm. Like, what the hell are you talking about right now? What the fuck does that mean? Mm. No. You sound like an asshat. Excuse my language. Headbutt. Throat chakra. <laughs> Activate. What was it? Headbutt or head? Or was head ass that you said? Head ass is earlier, yeah. Because I'm from Chicago. Head ass. Wow. Chicago has some amazing artists. Um, I toxic. accept that. Yeah, it's facts. <laughs> like, look, check out the resume. Um, with toxic positivity, um, you're mentioning the shadow and shadow self and shadow work. Um, I would love to expand on that um, sometime in the future as well. I know for myself, I battled my shadow self through working out, you know what I mean? To kind of push that out of the way. Again, toxic positivity, you're working out because of ego. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you, again, as you trying to pursue this quote unquote potentially amazing body, are you amazing inside as you're going through this process? Do you feel amazing as you're doing this? Do you like yourself? With, like, and you said it, you're why? Can right? you be by yourself for a, a day and enjoy your company? Either. Like, well, I feel that for me, that's where meditation definitely comes in, allow you to be to yourself and spend that time with yourself. Because I don't know, and then well. Meditation That's also a game easy. changer Yeah, for people who don't have accessibility or the mobility to 
get really physically fit in regards to fitness, meditation, yoga. Yoga is not always about fitness. Yoga mm -hmm. is really about breathing and connecting with the self and, and spirit and nature. And I would have to say yoga is probably the most difficult thing I have done personally, physically. Mm. You know what I mean? Again, <laughs> I don't even know how many miles I swam in my life, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yoga, <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> that is... That well, is... you you tell me you, you all were doing some really yeah. out there advanced yoga. Like you just threw yourself in there. Well, and I'm that's... not gonna stop you from doing your thing, but well, I advanced have my yoga is a challenge. Like I don't need to do it to know that. Yeah, I I'm don't. I'm on basic levels, and I... it's a challenge sometimes. I well, and that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. You may go for the challenge in yoga, but yoga will humble you always. Oh yeah. So there's been plenty of times where I've been knocked down. Like, you know what? Let me just chill. Let me just get back to this this original state but i think an, an, a very important part of yoga is finding a yoga teacher or instructor that you really connect with oh, because it's such a process you you would need that so going to um a person that again that you can just naturally vibe with um but that's a for i that is a lot well i would say fitness across the board is intimate Especially when you're working with a teacher, be it in a small class or even one-on-one -on -one training, like you, trust you always person with your... want to go with someone, not because of how they look, but because of the energy you get from them. Does right. this person make you feel safe? Do they make you feel comfortable? Do they feel like they? Do you feel like they will support you? Are they showing you that they are going to support you? That they will support you? Are they supportive of your goals, whatever those look like for yourself? Like, can they help you reach these goals that you have for yourself? So, I think when you hit all those on the head, those nails on the head, like, you got a, a magical pair happening. Sympatical right there. And then also, even though they may be your, your trainer or supporter or coach, they're also keeping you accountable. Mm -hmm. So and some people need that. That, that accountability that reminder, will also right? help boost you up as well in mm -hmm. regards to loving and pre excuse me loving and giving thanks to yourself and knowing your own power and knowing like hey. I did, I did a hundred squats not nonstop. I never thought I would be there. Like, cause many months ago you could barely get through ten. So like, it's the little things. Like, and sometimes, real talk, you may be going hard in your workouts, and your your workout programs or regimen, your nutrition is on point. You're getting enough sleep. You're drinking all the water. And you're finding that whatever goals you may have for yourself are just not happening. Please know there's nothing wrong with you. And don't always assume it's a weight plateau either. 
your body may actually be happy at that weight at that size right so i would encourage people to go to your doctor not in the not to be come from the perspective of like i'm sick something's wrong with me but from the perspective of like shoot everything must be going good with my body you know think positive and usually the case is like the people are healthy nothing is wrong sometimes there is something wrong like there's a hormonal issue going on or challenge which is one of the biggest indicators for weight fluctuations or issues with gaining or even losing weight usually tends to be born from hormones but then the root of that really is stress so if you have no stress going on in your life and you're feeling really good like truly feeling good feeling joy feeling content feeling peace and you're getting good through your flowing through your workouts and you can even increase your workouts some resistance and some reps and some time and you're drinking all your water, you're staying hydrated, so no dehydration, you're eating all the good foods, you're getting all the good sleep. And you're not getting these results that you want. Or you ex you put on upon yourself that really society put it within you. Because mm. if you look in the mirror and you love what you see, they be. You are where you need to be, you are who you need to be. If you're feeling good in every aspect of what you're doing, but things aren't changing even when you increase, that that may very, very much mean, very so mean, not terrible grammar, <laughs> that your body is happy where it's at. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I, it goes back to that loving energy that you're giving yourself, that self-love, that unconditional love. That even if I don't reach this goal that I may have set a up. A goal to, that really society right, put most likely set within you. your mind right. that you should be achieving. Which is not really even a goal that you want. You just want to be healthier. You want to be happier. You want to be more energetic. You want to move your, be able to move your body more. More flexibility. More endurance. maybe yeah you do want to fit into your favorite pair of jeans again okay you did that though but your body may not look or appear a certain way that you expected because the expectation was put upon you that doesn't matter throw that away erase that delete those people block them out they don't matter well because at the same time there's individuals that have those quote-unquote bodies and they're trying to keep up with that because of those pressures from the outside and they're they're miserable and they go through so much you know what i mean mm -hmm. eating there's, disorders there's an individual that may have a body that you're praying for but you're praying for that might be your heaven but they might be experiencing in hell, hell while while because it's not truly that. sustainable half the people who look like really just wow amazing like everybody would say that they look amazing how often do they work out? What does their nourishment look like? Are they able to eat all the good, healthy things that they want to? Because I know for some nourishment plans, 
you can't eat certain fats, which means you can't eat certain fruit, like yeah. avocado. Yeah. So that means you can't eat certain nuts and seeds because of oil. So you're saying that there's well, just that's just an example. Like well, I'm asking, like there's probably certain body types that exist out there that are impossible to achieve without having some type of so many restrictions. Okay. Which are not not sustainable. Because mm. if you in your real life, when life is going, if you have a job, if you're working, whatever that may look like time wise. If you can work out an hour a day at the most, you're good, you're set. And you don't have to work out every day. But for some people who are working out two plus hours a day, that, especially right now during um, quarantine, they have more time because they're not working. That's not sustainable because that's not real. Because eventually you're either going to go back to that job you had when things open up again, or you're going to get a new job. Unless you have some kind of investments and big savings and big generational wealth. So you can dedicate all this time, but like two, three hours a day, and you haven't, and you know that's not your normal routine or what your normal routine will look like. It's just not sustainable. Now, I won't knock people who are doing competitions. That's your business. That's your choice. Right. But people like in fitness competitions, yeah, you're probably, you will be working out multiple times a day. You're probably going to be on a strict regimen, food regimen. That's not sustainable. Because it's only for competition. Because it's only for that competition. Right, right. right. So you going back to your normal, natural one hour, 30 minutes a day, and maybe it's 50 minutes of intense work and the rest of the, your 30 minutes, excuse me, 40 minutes, that's terrible, that's wrong math, 45 minutes. Yeah, the rest of your 45 minutes is cooling down, yoga, stretching, And then maybe you have a job, so you're going to work. Getting workouts in. And, and then work. getting sleep. Get a little workout in while you're at work, a little five minute. But like. Try to maximize that. Doing things that go above and beyond to get to a certain goal. But then once you get to that goal, what will the maintenance look, look like? That's always another question. Like, once I get to this goal, Wait, first of all, what do I have to do to get to this goal? Right. Once I get to this goal, what does the maintenance going to have to look like? Mm -hmm. And if you do all that math and you're like, wait, this is not really feasible. It's not healthy. It's not feasible. It's not sustainable. And not to say people can't get to certain goals, but like, talk about I'm going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. That's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts and I'm sure people have done it no doubt oh yeah absolutely yeah but like that is not healthy the question is why though exactly right the, the why are you doing that why does it have to be in 30 days why you know 
it's just not good. It's just not good for your mental health. And when something becomes, starts to hurt your mental health, that's when you need to stop doing it, even if it's working out. If you're finding that when you're working out, you're not happy, you're angry or you're sad or you're feeling guilt or you're feeling shame, mm -hmm. you need to stop. Mm -hmm. You just need to stop. Take a moment, take a pause, take a break. I had to chill out myself because I realized that I didn't, I wasn't working out for the right reasons. And then when I would work out, when I started getting to a certain mm -hmm. routine, those feelings will come up again. So I'm like, I try to sometimes balance myself from even going there, but also too, that could be my shadow self or part of myself that I don't want to deal with. And I don't want to, I don't want to accept, but you know what? Maybe it's just like, you know what? Just having that conversation, like what's up with you? You know, and maybe I, I should, should clarify in regards to having the negative feelings when you're working out, if you're having negative feelings, like of guilt and shame in regards to Oh, I missed my workout the other day or I ate too much. So now I do have to do this workout or I ate that one thing. And it's just like, no, Toxic now, you're pop, now you're punishing yourself. Right. That's, that's not being body positive. Right. And that's not being kind to yourself or your body. Right. Your body you indulge. So accept that, right. take that responsibility, be accountable. But when you indulge, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed it, and if you liked it, there's no shame in that. I know, Rice Krispie Treats. It's okay to treat yourself. Crab cakes, but I'm vegan. As long as it's not hurting your health in the long run. It is. And the indulging, because you indulge once. And it wasn't your cheat day. Cheat days, I don't believe in cheat days. They're not real. Right, don't call it a cheat treat. Wait, don't call it a cheat day. Call it a treat day instead. No. No, there's no. Don't. Okay, I tried. You can give yourself a treat every day. Okay, talk that. Yes, liberation. There's a thing called serving sizes for a reason. Because if anyone is counting calories or anything, or they need to know the amount of sugars because some people are diabetic and pre-diabetic, so they do have to keep up with their sugar intake and know their carbs, etc. So, it's nothing wrong with eating a cookie or two cookies. Let's say two cookies is a serving. Nothing wrong with that. That's maybe, let's say, 150 calories or something. Two cookies. Cool. You got your treat, it satiated that, that sweetness that you wanted. No need to feel guilty about it. You didn't eat the whole damn box, but then that's another conversation. Like, why are you eating all these cookies? Why are you eating the whole box? It doesn't even have to be cookies. It can be anything. It can be the leftover spaghetti. Why are you eating all the spaghetti, bruv? Like, you're not even hungry. You ate your serving, and it's, and sometimes you might be someone who eats small amounts anyway. But now you're scarfing down this huge leftover bowl of spaghetti. Like, that's emotional. Mm. At that point, when you start overeating, right. that's emotional. Right. Again, using the outside world to make you feel better inside. Because something's off inside. 
Exactly. And that's really a form so, of substance abuse, is it not? Yeah, it's an eating disorder. Substance abuse because it's disorder is... eating is considered emotional eating, binge eating. Something is bruised. Yeah. Substance abuse. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just want to get to the core, start asking yourself. When you're in these moments, you catch yourself in these moments, about to overindulge after you know you are satisfied. Like, why do I want to eat more? What am I feeling right now? And then some people do overindulge when they're celebrating too, which is not necessarily bad, but it's still not good because that's still a form of emotional eating. Because when you, you're rewarding yourself with food. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with like rewarding yourself with going out to a nice dinner. But you can't reward yourself in overindulgence every meal, every time. Because now you're eating past your own limit. And in the end, that is going to cause, that can cause weight gain for some. And that can cause other issues within your body. I have to find Especially people. if you're not pushing <laughs> that weight, that waste out. Your body's not pushing it through the systems efficiently, effectively, quickly. Like fats, oils can build up mm -hmm. in the arteries. We know this. Mm -hmm. It's heart disease, high cholesterol, sometimes heart attack. And then apparently weight, people who are overweight or obese have a higher chance of having strokes and all these other crazy things too that once upon a time we thought may have only occurred when certain other issues were afoot or pre-existing. But. Mm. And also, to be clear, because there are people who are quote-unquote, y'all can't see me, but I'm doing quotes, that are quote-unquote overweight, mm -hmm. but when they go through all their tests, mm -hmm. get blood work done, right. they're healthier than a horse. Right. That right there is genetics. Because mm -hmm. if you're getting all your workouts in, you're staying hydrated, you're eating clean, right. I mean, like, and you're so clean, like, you only allow yourself and then maybe also because you only have the urge to eat a sweet treat once a week or every blue moon because mm -hmm. you're not big on sweets which is a blessing those people are blessed because i love sweets it's mm -hmm. my crib tonight but but for people in those positions like or i should say in that experience like, baby, you gotta love that body. Because it can help you move in ways that people who may be smaller than you can't even move. So give thanks. You might, you a little bigger, you a little curvier, so what? You can move in ways other people can't. Give thanks. Amen. You're healthier than a lot of people. Give thanks. Give thanks. So love the skin you're in. Mm. And remember that you be running five miles every morning, baby. Mm. Yes. Mm. Love that. I can't run a mile, so. Yes, you can. You just gotta build it up. I mean, I could. Right. I definitely could. 
out of all the other like workouts right that you can do, if you can do an hour workout of like some Zumba, you can. It's run. not the same. It is. It's different. You're right. It type is type of cardio it and is. endurance, but I get where you're coming from. An hour the fact of that Zumba I can, plus yeah. yoga, like you can do it. like your body your body's not going to shut down cuz you're in shape enough to do it that's what i'm not saying so it's really more about having your correct breathing and pattern when it comes to running and just finding that little like that rhythm and just, Indeed. And, just and just and just going with it and know? that's with anything finding your right. rhythm your groove right, right. and and yoga and also know yoga was a big part of that and you don't have swimming. to go hard right. when you when you first come into Please don't the go fitness hard. fitness world. Don't go hard. Please don't. Start off at the basics, whatever yeah. it is you're doing. Whatever Your body, system yeah. or program you're, you do, start off at the basics. There's nothing right. wrong with that. Because, baby, so many people have hurt, stretched, torn muscles, popped joints, or broken joints from doing the most because they thought, hey, I can do that. Let me do it. Like, no. This person worked up through years of training to get where they are in this advanced level. Like, this does not happen ever overnight. And that's across the board for any advanced fitness program. Like, you got to work up to that. Great example, Shanti Insanity. Bruh, I be on tape. I be on DVD day one for a whole week. You're not supposed to do that. I'm like, let me just get you to this first, Sean. Please. Like, nah, baby girl. We got to do that muscle confusion. Mm, like, that. That was keto. The, like, the, 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 different, the different variations, right? The muscle but there's pain. levels within insanity, too. What's like, in, so what's insanity? I don't know. It's a fitness program. Okay. But it has levels within each program, each daily program or routine. There's like at least three levels. Mm -hmm. So there's like beginners, um, intermediate, intermediate, advanced. So you could chill at beginners and be like, all right, I'm done. Oh, like, no, it's feeling. still hard. It is still hard. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I don't. Well, not I'm, hard. I don't want to say it that way because that might turn people off because insanity may change someone's life. I mean, with that so name I'm alone, say it's like, a challenge. What are you gonna Especially do? if you come from a history of no exercise, it's going to be a challenge. Insanity. It's called insanity for a reason, <laughs> I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so even going through that, that, that process but it's, of the different But it's levels, intense, and I don't... It's intense. It's something I... I would recommend people, your average Jack, Kathy, or June, like, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that as a beginning workout program. I would say, like, after you've been working out for a few months, you could ease into that that program because that program i think is 60 or 90 days but it's literally i would say do it once a year mm -hmm. literally that's all you need for that program specifically because mm -hmm. it's intense and it will reset your whole body and for some people change your body so i 
be aware and know what you're doing and what your goals are. Because it, man, yeah. What's some of the uh, hardest workout regimens or practices you've come across in your uh, in your travels? <laughs> I said yoga was my, one of mine. I mean, swimming is no joke either. Because, mm -hmm. again, it forces you to humble yourself. You can't just go in there and just breathe how you want to breathe. You have to be in rhythm with nature. Yes. You know, so sure. I think it's a it's a it's a that's a dance to me. That's my type of dance of getting in rhythm and being connected to again all of that. Um so so something for you, what was your hardest workout experience? My hardest workout experience was not necessarily During, it wasn't hard, it was the after. I was so sore. And that was um, when I was training to become a personal trainer. So we were doing practicals on each other and running each other through. Each day someone would create a workout and we all had to do the workout. And some of the things were challenging but it wasn't even the workout itself. It was after the workout. The soreness I experienced, it was profound. I never hurt so badly in my life. Like, and not once during this program did we weight train. It was all body resistance. And I'm like, I never knew I could hurt like this. And then on top of the fact that my body was hurting so badly, I was intensely hungry all the time. Like... I'm like, what is happening? Like, am I going through puberty again? Because, bruh, those changes were, that was a challenge. And that was in a group setting. So alone by myself, the hardest, um, I guess, fitness experience or challenge I had was with instructor, fitness instructor and guru, Jillian Michaels. Mm yeah her programs no joke none none of them are easy not even when she talks about follow sally she's a beginner level like no she's not she's not that is those, not beginner i see those triceps don't fool me exactly <laughs> sometimes sally beginner level be swollen than um Jackie, who over there is advanced. I'm like, uh-uh. No. Bench press and butt, um, buses and stuff like that, right? <laughs> so, um, with this, when people go on their positive journey of the body or their, their, their physical journey and experiencing that, right, um, with cosmic astrology what I would like to do is find out the numbers that affect your life and that that you experience or that you have in your your system and seeing how that relates now to implement that into your um, lifestyle when it comes I to almost definitely I would love to so for an example um if for an example was, or it is well this is what it is it's not an example okay I'm just saying for um mm -hmm. For, for factuals. Okay. Number one, if you have a strong number one energy in your chart, that's the mm -hmm. sun energy. That's almost like Leo energy, heart energy, creative energy. That is an individual that should 
be connected or try to have like honey, ginger, oranges, and raisins. Some of the, some of the things that they could put into. When you say they have a one in their chart, right? You mean like a lot of ones, or they could just have just one one? Well, your karmic number could be one, which is based on the day that oh, you were born. Oh, that's not my karmic number, so I'm not worried. Right, but I mean, even even um, your name that was a vibration, right? For mm-hmm. example, you mentioned. You love to use some honey, right? Yes. That's the Leo energy. You have Leo energy. Leo is going to be drawn to honey, potentially ginger. I don't know about oranges or raisins. I can't do oranges. Oh, not anymore. I got you. Did you used to like oranges at any point? Not really. Because oranges, I <laughs> no, that's a lie. Vitamins. I just lied. So. I used to bang the hell out of some mandarin oranges. <laughs> like you can ask Georgie. Mommy would get them. Um, those little healthy, not the dull mandarin oranges, mm-hmm. but like these organic, I forget the brand. But I ended up always pouring out the juice anyway. The juice was always too sweet to me. Mm-hmm. So I pour out the juice and I would slurp them all up. Mm. And she used to get the canned ones too. That was when I was in um, summer camp. When I was a shorty back in the day. Mm-hmm. When I was 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Eating them at that metal can. Yeah. <laughs> That was not healthy, yo. But I still bang them mandarin oranges. Yes. Mm. I don't like them now, though. So there's that. So I think you do have some number two energy. Well, also, I can't eat them. They're too, the sugar's too high for my stomach. Mm. So number two, that is ruled by the moon. Moon energy. That is imaginative. That is the mind. That's uh, sensitivity. Uh connected with the zodiac sign of cancer, mm-hmm. emotions, highs and lows, uh, they would benefit from a nutritional regimen, I didn't say, I didn't say the word, of like you cabbage, lettuce, melons, things like that, that'll help the moon energy. You have- um, So what number, I should say, they all matter, but which numbers should you focus on more in regards to these numbers you're sharing with me? These numbers are in general. So regardless, whoever has these numbers, yeah, this is the meaning behind so the numbers. And the, which the numbers do should we focus on? Like, is it our karma number, our name, our um? I would life? have to say I would have to say the karmic number based on the day of the week. Um, cause again, that's your diet that you were supposed to, excuse me, the supplements, or that's the energy that was given to you beyond the world that, beyond the physical world, mm-hmm. your name is given to you by somebody on this realm in this material field. Right. So you said the carbon number. I would say the, the carbon number. number right. Focus on. Right. So for you, that would be the two energy. Right. That number two energy, but also too, you have a lot of eight energy yes, as well. I so when it go, I'll get to number eight okay. as we so as we move say number down. Two for me, yeah. Number two is the moon. That's the cabbage, lettuce, right. and melons. I love cabbage <laughs> and lettuce. We be banging some salads up in here. <laughs> right. Um, number three, that would be Jupiter. Um, that's represented in uh, Sagittarius and Pisces when it comes to zodiac signs. Um, that's almonds, pineapple, sage. I have a strong Jupiter in my chart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
planets associated with not only Pisces, but also Sagittarius in my chart. So I love me some almonds, I love me some pineapples, and I will burn some sage. I don't know if that's the same sage <laughs> that they talk about, but that is Victory City for me. Uh, number four is ruled by the number, uh, the, oh, excuse me, number four is ruled by the planet Uranus, which uh, is almost like um, Leo and Cancer put together. The number four energy gives you that almost like a solar eclipse, the moon and the sun coming together. That's a very rebellious um, energy and opposite viewpoints. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes left. I want to go right. Excuse me. Individuals with a strong four shouldn't be really getting into drugs and taking anything that's going to take them mentally somewhere else. They should pro probably try to stick to this, <laughs> this mm -hmm. playing field. Uh, um, so they said no drugs and no red meat for number fours or people that were born on a four. So when I say born on that, it could be you born on the 4th, or you're born on the 13th, or you're born on the 22nd. Boom. So the 2 and 2 equals 4. The 1 and 3 for 13, that equals 4. So if you have that 4 energy in your karmic number or in your your um, charts, that's something to kind of try to stay away from, if possible. Hmm. Uh, everybody to, to each his own. Um, number 5, that is uh, ruled by Mercury which is the energy of Gemini and Virgo right there, they should, oh, they should try to have, you know, carrots, oatmeal, nuts, uh, like hazelnuts or walnuts. Um, number six, that's ruled by walnuts. Venus. Say it again. Say, I love walnuts, but I know, but that's not my number. No, but again, whatever, again, to each his own. But you have a strong Mercury Virgo energy, right? So you got that Virgo energy, the Virgo energy is resonating with these as well. Um, Venus, that is Taurus and Libra. That's apples, beans, spinach. Uh, try to have it. Uh, number seven, that's Neptune. That's independence, that's spirituality, mm -hmm. um, universal mm -hmm. knowledge and religion. Life um, number. Life number. Boom. So that's your life number right there. This is grape juices, uh, mushrooms. Um, definitely uh, masters of the spiritual plane. Number eight, the misunderstood, the cold loner, uh, the cold loners, uh, and uh, very religious or having a religious practice, being very disciplined. So plantains, they say sage and no animal food. I love platanos. Yeah, I know some platanos. I love you some platanos as well. So yeah, I'm pro they probably I don't I mean I didn't see it, but I'm assuming bananas as well. But some platanos though, oh my bananas. god. So no animal food. So individual myself, like myself, mm -hmm. now that I'm doing more of this research, I'm yeah. like, it's telling me it's right telling here, you, yep. no it's animal food. So now going to, with Devon is placing out there. Like when I eat sugar, mm. my body tells me, like, Sydney, girl, what are you doing? When hey. my eczema breaks out, right. it's like, oh, you right. Right. I'm wrong. Yeah, so going through that process, and many of them, it's tough. So that's that's number eight right there. Body moving. So then number nines. So then number nine, that's ruled by Mars, right? That's the mm -hmm. finisher. That's completion. That's the fighters. They have to learn to be self-masters. That's the zodiac sign of Aries and Scorpio right there. Mm. Um, garlic, onions, and they say no alcohol for number nine. 
again, how you collect your number. For an example, if you're a number one, that's either you're born on the first, the 10th, or the 19th, right there. One and nine, of course, it's 10, so boom. So breaking it down like that, and you do that for all the numbers to find out your karmic number. Indeed. That's the easiest way to kind of find out what nutrition system you should probably connect with. Now we have a cosmic session, cosmic astrology, going to your planets. Now we can go even deeper. Where, the, where does this apply to your charts? Where do you have a lot of these numbers? Where do you have a lot of this energy? Let's talk about it. Let's find out what the best path is for you, you know, and try it out and experiment with it because you know i'm not i'm not perfection you know god knows exactly what's meant for you but there's a reason mm -hmm. this information has been provided to us let's find it let's use it use these tools to move forward and get you to get higher and higher be our greatest selves keep vibrating keep keep heal each out other heal the world yeah 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 <laughs> um so giving thanks to you sister sid for this topic for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, your experience, your even your emotions, because you care about this matters to you. You know what I mean? Like this is something that you were definitely inspired by. There's something that you're very invested in, you know, in different forms, not even just the body, but what are you putting into your body? Yes. Right? Making sure you're putting the right things in your body so you can properly remove the stuff from your body. Yes. We'll have a poop conversation too. <laughs> we'll have a, a, a cold brown conversation. <laughs> And how healthy that's supposed to be this is so disgusting. I don't care what we do. But um Yeah, so looking forward to that conversation and many, many more. Um toxic uh positivity. We definitely gotta get into a little bit more. Um shadow work, that's another one. We definitely gotta get into um some more. Um and then when we talk about shadow work, I could talk about the moon and talk about these moon phases and what's going on with the moon and Get into details with that. So, um, Sister Sid, would you um, finish off or anything for the cosmic community? Come back around to say, love yourself. Mm. And that looks different for everyone, and that'll feel different for everyone. And the steps to get there will be different. The way someone else loves themselves, you might not take those steps and you might not love yourself. So doing little things that help you give thanks, that bring you joy, bring you happiness, bring you peace, will slowly help you get to that place of loving yourself. So that's doing things that directly affect you, yourself, on the inside, on the outside, and in your environment and the people around you. So there are um, so many little things we can do daily that help add to giving us those points towards loving ourselves. So, and just be gentle with yourself always. No mm -hmm. matter where you're at, whether you're having a high vibration day or a low vibration day, some of us are more energetically sensitive. We were born that way. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a blessing. Give thanks for that as well. But be aware as well. And be gentle with yourself. Mm. A lot is happening in the world. And everybody's being affected.
So with that, we want to say peace, blessings, and uh, giving peace. thanks. Namaste. Namaste. And you all be safe. Please, please be safe. Love y'all.